0: Welcome to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander, our first show of 2022. Thank you so much for joining us this weekend. I am Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander Well, here uh, virtually with Bill Alexander. Bill, how are you doing today? Woo-hoo. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, sir. <laughs> well, Bill, it's. Uh, I'm uh,
1: doing I'm doing good. I, you know, the best the best thing about today is that I am still
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're very glad you're here, Bill.
1: Uh, well, me too. Me too. Well, Jason, this, this is a day for resolutions. Um, hopefully you have thought long and hard of, about how you're going to change your life and be a better person and all of that good stuff. Uh, and, and I hope everyone out there listening is doing the same. If you haven't already done it, you need to be having it done before this evening. Uh, and and of 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 course, uh, we we hope folks will have uh, eat lots of black eyed peas and and uh, have their they have their greens. Uh, you know, as I recall, the black eyed peas are for for the coins and the greens are for the cash. So. <laughs> <laughs> the more you eat the more you get right that's right uh there you go so okay so how, how about your resolutions
0: well this is going to be 2022 is going to be a, a year of health for me bill i've already got a little bit of a head start i kind of started uh towards the beginning of december but uh, I'm, I'm trying well, to did
1: you get up and exercise this morning is
0: that right? not not yet this morning it's been more of a an evening workout routine and that seems to be working uh. out well for me
1: Okay. Well, that's a good deal. Now, see, I'm just the opposite. In order to to get exercise in, if I don't get it in in the morning, uh, it doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm with you on that. What else?
0: Oh, well, you know, just continue to make some sound financial decisions, do a little bit of investing. You know, there's some work goals mm-hmm. as well. How about yourself?
1: Baby steps. Huh? Baby that's steps, right. I hope. Yeah. Well, say, you know, actually... Uh, one of the best ways to save is, is with baby steps, you know, put a little bit away. And, of course, uh, the, the best way to save, particularly uh, when you're is to have a budget and to have money drafted automatically from your paycheck to an investment account or a savings account uh, so that you don't see it <laughs> in your checkbook. <laughs> that, uh, that's uh, one of the best ways to actually save over a long period of time. One of the wealthiest women that I I know, or knew, I should say, uh, she basically bought a federal bond, $25 bond, with every paycheck she ever made. And, you know, truthfully, over time, that builds up and You know, the fact is when she died, she was a multimillionaire and and it was because she saved her entire life. You know, that's that's pretty cool.
0: That's very cool. What about your resolutions, Bill?
1: Well, uh, I have several uh, that that, uh, are important to me. uh, And one of the one of the easy ones, uh, which is related to health, uh, is to eat more fish um uh you know i like fish but you know uh and fish can be expensive uh you know it can be as expensive as steak or prime rib or some of the other things that i, I really enjoy um but uh, you know truthfully fish is good for you uh you have to be careful you know in eating fish uh because um uh, you can end up with too much mercury in your body and that's poisonous if you do that. So, you know, you, you do have to be careful uh, in, in um, not overdoing it. You know, so much of, of how we live is uh, in terms of what's good for us is not overdoing anything, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know, that uh, typically, you know, because, it seems like science will tell us one thing today and something else. You know, sugar's good for you. Then sugar's bad for you. You, you know, <laughs> uh, caffeine's good for you. Caffeine's bad for you. You know, that that, that kind of thing. You just, uh, you know, taking a baby aspirin's good for you. And then taking a baby aspirin's ba- bad for you. You know, so it's you can't you can't win unless you're in moderation. Is is what it really boils <laughs> boils down to. Uh, that okay. A more important resolution for me is um, to be more giving, uh, and w- one one thing that I think is important. Um, uh, it, it, one the most important part of giving, at least from my experience, is forgiving. Uh, and I think that's something that uh, we all need to do more of. And that's certain, something that I will be focusing on. And I think forgiveness can be, uh, it, it can be people who are close to us. It can be family. It, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, I deal with um, family, you know, there's there's rare a family that doesn't have skeletons or issues. And I do see on occasion families with estranged siblings, estranged children. And my heart breaks for those families. And I always hold out hope that the estrangement can be cured and that people can embrace each other again in a genuine way. But it it does take forgiveness uh, in order for that that to occur. So often, Um, but it can also be forgiveness as it relates to a much broader uh, spectrum of our community uh, or or the like. Because fact is, all of us make mistakes, um, uh, and organizations make mistakes. Governments make mistakes. And, um, so, you, you know, from a broader sense, I do think that we have to be open to, um, uh, it, it embracing each other again somehow, because one of the things that has bothered me so much over the last few years is, is the, the fact that, um, Uh, There seems to be so much dysfunction uh, and um, the lack of the ability to compromise among uh, groups, whether it's political parties or uh, legislators or uh, even in get-togethers among among those you think might be your friends, (laughs) you know, those kinds of things. But You know, uh, people have gotten uh, to the point where they're not open to discussion or even open to the fact that other people think differently uh, than we we might think. And, uh, you know, openness um, uh, is important. Uh, You know, I I talk about um, the fact that we need, all of us need to know more about listening. (laughs) <laughs> you know to me listening is uh, the probably the most important habit any of us can have but it's it, it's listening with an open mind listening with an open heart you know listening in a way that um, a- allows us to grow uh, because uh, that that's really important to us now there is, Another thing that I think is, is important to me, uh, and that is uh, in terms of a resolution that uh, for me. And, and maybe the most important resolution for me this year uh, is repledging myself to our democracy and to our constitution. Uh, one of the things that has been the maybe the greatest concern for me in this country is over the last number of years, uh, our our country has fallen into a state of uh, of I, I, I want to call it anti democracy. In other words, we're. Today, right now, we're not the greatest democracy on this earth uh, where we have always been in that position in the past because we've lost something. Uh, And, uh, you know, re-pledging my own oath to support and defend the Constitution of this of this of these great United States may be the most important thing that I can do. And, and you know, I, I, I am a, one of those lawyers who studied uh, the constitution in detail uh, and I've grown up on it uh, and I've pledged to it. You know, a lot of folks don't realize, but everyone who has ever served in our military service, anyone who's ever uh, been elected to public office, uh, uh, all of our judges, uh, every lawyer in the land has, uh, a, a, and many others, quite frankly, have pledged our lives to support and defend the Constitution. And and the fact is, I think uh, half the people out there have no clue what's in the Constitution. <laughs> you know? uh, and, And, you know, they get snippets and they think that they know what it's about. And the fact is that that our Constitution, when it is observed, is the greatest document that was ever written relating to uh, governance uh, of people. Uh, You know, there are um, other countries that have adopted similar constitutions, but they don't live it. Uh, and, uh, you know, until the last few years, uh, our country ha- has lived it, if you will. Now, that doesn't mean in any way, shape or form that our government uh, it, it is uh, perfect. I mean, the truth is our system it, is imperfect because it's made up of human beings who are imperfect. And and that's uh, just the way it is. Um, now, I, I, I don't want to leave this topic. I know that I've gone on too long already. I can see it in your face. <laughs> so uh, I want to come back to this because I think it's important. I, you know, it, to me, part of it is the fact that our schools are not teaching government anymore. They're, you know, they're not teaching how to write either. You know, kids can't, don't even know how to sign their names anymore. And we're losing something uh, that should not be lost. You know, as when I was growing up, uh, Jason. I don't know that this was true for you, but when I was growing up, uh, everybody in the classroom stood up and said "Pledge allegiance to the flag" first thing in the morning. Did you do that when growing up? Yep, we did that. I I don't think they do that anymore. You know, (laughs) for some reason. Yeah, it, maybe we need to go back to that. It's it's the kind of thing where people need to respect and admire what we have, uh, but we but people need to learn uh, what, uh, what what it's all about.
0: Well, Bill, we're interested in hearing more about what you have to say because you've got such a unique perspective on this, given your background and your family. Uh, so stick around for that. Don't forget, if you want to learn more from Bill or if you want to schedule an appointment to speak with him, be sure to go to WGALaw.com. Law.com. That's Bill's website. From there, you can schedule an, appoint to sp- an appointment to speak with him. You can also find information about Bill's free webinars Next set is happening on Wednesday, January 12th. If you're interested in learning more for free about the subjects of long-term care assistance, financial assistance that may be available to you, as well as the subjects of asset protection and trust planning, be sure to go to WGA Law. Dot com. Click on the Seminars button. Again, it's free to register, free to attend. And there you get to learn more from Bill, all from the comfort of your own home, as these are currently in the form of webinars. Wgalaw.com is the website, or if you prefer to call the office, that phone number is 919-256-7000. 919 256 seven thousand a quick break and back with more you're listening to asset protection today with attorney bill alexander and we will be right back Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. You can learn more about him online at WGALaw.com. wgalaw.com. I am Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us on our first show of 2022. And Bill, we were talking resolutions, and before the break, you were mentioning how one of your resolutions is repledging yourself to the, the Constitution and democracy.
1: Well, absolutely. And, you know, folks really do need to know how our Constitution works, because that's what I swore an oath to defend was our Constitution. I I wasn't, uh, uh, um, I didn't swear an oath to defend the president or Congress or a, a judge. I was Uh, I took an oath to to defend the Constitution. And what that really boils down to is to the fact that our country is based upon the rule of law. In other words, written laws that are passed by Congress or the legislature uh, are are the laws that are are to be enforced. Uh, Not the dictates of a king or the dictates of a dictator or the dictates of a strong man, but laws that are passed by the people, if you will, represented by Congress or their legislators. And of course, our constitution is based upon what's called separation of powers. In other words, you have a legislature or Congress that passes the laws uh, and, of course, that's a very slow process. It's designed to be slow. Uh, you have, you know, two chambers. You have a, a House of Representatives and you have a Senate. Uh, and, of course, a lot of folks don't realize that the, the Senate, when it was initially established, was selected by state legislators. It wasn't a vote of the people because the Senate was designed to, um, to represent the needs of a state, uh, not necessarily uh, people, whereas Congress was designed to represent the the people, if you will. Uh, and, um, and of course, it, it has changed to some degree, but it's those things are still in effect. And of course, uh, most state legislators, sta- legislatures are designed in much the same way. Uh, and, and the deliberations in each body are very different as well. But okay, the Congress or the legislatures make the laws. The executive branch, which is headed by the president uh, uh, or the governor in a state, is um, uh, their job is to carry out the laws, to execute the law. That's what the executive branch is. To uh, they can't create their own laws. Uh, they carry out the laws uh, that, the, that the legislature does. And then the judiciary is the third branch. And one of the most important aspects of our judiciary is that it is independent, whether it is uh, selected or elected, it, the key to our judiciary is that it's independent. In other words, The president can't tell a judge what to do. The legislature can't tell the judge what to do. Uh, The the judiciary is independent to interpret the laws uh, as passed uh, and to give credence to it. And to, and of course, sometimes that is a constitutional issue, and sometimes, and more often, it's not a constitutional issue. It's a it's a legal issue based on the facts that are presented. And of course, our court system is so important uh, to us that it remains uh, independent. And of course, that has given me uh, concerns in terms of of uh, whether it's at the local level or at the national level where uh, there's been a lot of manipulation as to uh, judges and how they're selected and uh, those kinds of things because uh, the the design of our court system has always been uh, so that no one governor or president uh, has the ability to basically remove the, the judges and, and select who they want to do it that would do their own bidding. Um, So, and and the bottom line is, is that it it is a slow process. It is frustrating for folks that wanna see things done now. Uh, Oftentimes things take years and years and years, but frankly, the best laws that are passed over time are those that come by compromise. Uh, Those are the laws that tend to stay on the books. Uh, as opposed to the ones the laws that sometimes get rammed through or down your throat, if you will. But you know so I think one of the things that I have observed is the fact that uh, folks are fed up with the dysfunction of the government and and um, you know that is something that our leadership really needs to find a way uh, to, uh, do things that will help help us as citizens, you know, and, and I can say these things because I'm too old to be involved in politics one way or <laughs> the other. But, you know, I uh, haven't been around for many, many years and observed uh, an awful lot during my lifetime. And I, I'll be the first to say that there's been an awful lot that I have seen uh you know uh, uh in terms of what our government has been behind that that I didn't like at all but at the same time we you know we do have the the best system in the world uh an imperfect system but no question that that the united states our, our american flag means something in this world because we do have the best system, not not a perfect system, but it's the best system. It's the system of opportunity, it's the system of fairness most of the time <laughs> you know like I said, not perfect. but when it's when it, when our system is working the way it's supposed to work, it, it's beautiful and that's something that means an awful lot and I'm repledging myself to that.
0: Well, that's a heck of a New Year's resolution, Bill. And you know, uh, if I know anything about you, I know you're you're definitely going to stick to that one. So, uh, I do want to let folks know that if you're interested in scheduling an appointment to speak with Bill, maybe you want to start your year off with some planning or having some documents reviewed. Schedule an appointment to speak with Bill by going to WGA Law com wga wgalaw.com that's bill's website that's also where you can register for bill's free webinars if you want to learn more about asset protection and trust planning or about long-term care assistance be sure to go to wgalaw.com click on the seminars button at the top of the page to find out more information about bill's free webinars the next set is happening on wednesday january 12th This is a free way, an educational opportunity for you to learn more about these subjects. Wgalaw.com. Just click on the seminars button at the top of the page. A quick break and back with more. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander, and we will be right back. listening to asset protection today with attorney bill alexander thank you so much for joining us today don't forget law.com is where you can always find more information about bill law.com i'm jason kong here with bill alexander and bill we need to get to some policy issues now
1: <laughs> i'm having fun today it is new year's <laughs> day and i can talk about anything i want to talk about Okay. So, uh, you know, uh, you know, most of us um, uh, uh, are very self-centered. We, we think in terms of our families, paying the bills, what can we do for our spouse, our children, our friends, uh, those kinds of things. Uh, you, you know, m- many of us are uh, very much libertarians, we, we basically want to liberalize and be in control of ourselves and those kinds of things. But, you know, I, I do think long and hard about uh, financial issues and our security and, and the security of our country uh, so that our children can grow up and our grandchildren can grow up and have the same opportunities that we've, we've had. You know, our, our parents gave us uh, that uh, for sure. And hopefully we can leave that as our greatest legacy to our children and grandchildren. And so when you start thinking about the security of not just your ability to pay your bills and have uh, heat in your home and those kinds of things, but the broader security of our country, there are some real dangers that uh, we as a country, and, I, and I, I mean, the citizens need to be thinking about this because if we're not thinking about it, our leadership isn't thinking about it. And, and it's, it comes down to, to four things, China, Russia, Iran, and North Korea. And without question, the, the scariest of them all, is China, and it, it's not. Don't misunderstand. It's not about the Chinese people. Uh, the, the Chinese people that I know are wonderful people, but their government. If you don't think that that China has intentions to take over the world, you better think again. Uh, now, to some degree, they're they are doing it through financial um means it, it, you know a lot of folks don't realize that around the world China has investments in Africa, South America, everywhere around the world. China owns the Panama Canal. China uh, basically owns most of the federal bonds of this country. A lot of folks don't realize that and if you don't think China has intentions to undo our financial system long-term, think again. There are, I mean, our country truly from a policy perspective needs to focus on those things that China is doing. And I'm, I'm not even talking about their military muscle, but their technology muscle. And of course, yes, they don't care if they steal all of our technology. You know, there was a time when the United States was way ahead technologically of all other countries. I can't say that we're there anymore. Uh, we, we, I think we do have some lead, but not a significant lead. China has investments all over the world. Most of the small countries in this world owe China. And, and in fact, the United States owes China because they own our bonds. And that's scary when you think about it. Then, when you talk about Financial security. Russia is a threat. You know, if they invade the Ukraine, which they're on the border right now, you know that obviously is going to. That's going to uh, be a security issue. Uh, Iran. Do they want to take over the world? Do they care about democracy? No. Every one of these countries is is governed by a strongman, if you will, a dictator. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, they can say, oh, we have a democracy, we have elections. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, that that's where our country is, is potentially falling if we let it happen. And then, of course, North Korea doesn't care about anything either. So it's, you know, these are scary times. Uh, even, where, you know, people are Focused inwardly, but the fact is, is our, our country needs to refocus outward, or we're going to find ourselves crushed by China, uh, or potentially, um, you know, while they're they're not in the same league as China, it could be Russia or Iran or North Korea that, uh, uh, you know, clearly puts us in in a bad way. So this it's time to refocus <laughs> now uh Since uh, we're talking about exploitation by these countries, I think I, I have uh, a passion for seniors. Um, you know, I, I, in fact, I have to say I am one now, so I, you know that's self-serving, I guess, but um, But the fact is uh, that there are times, uh, and more often than I'd like to think, that seniors can be exploited. And uh, uh, exploitation can come from lots of different angles and sources. Uh, it can come from their own family members. It can come from caregivers. It can come from scammers. And, and scammers or con artists can come from a lot of directions. They can come by telephone call. They can come by email and websites. They, it can also, they can come to your front door as well. And who do scammers focus on? Uh, who are the most likely that they can actually um, uh, take money away from us? Seniors, uh, you know, seniors tend to have money, uh, tend to own homes, and as we get older, we don't hear as well, we don't see as well, we don't think as well. We we lose <laughs> we blue, we lose brain cells, and and then some of us have diseases that make it even worse, and that makes us susceptible to uh, con artists and scammers. Uh, And and like I said, it also makes us susceptible to family members who would take advantage of us, caregivers who would take advantage of us. And so I want to uh, educate people because if you have a loved one uh, who, uh, uh, where you have observed a family member or a caregiver, um, or, or you know that your fan, your loved one is susceptible to exploitation. There are some things that you can do, and of course, uh, some people will will say, "Well, uh, the only thing the, the only way you can remedy that is to have them declared incompetent." Well, they may not be incompetent; they just may be exploitable. And, and there's a difference there. Uh, I, I've, I had a long conversation with a client just recently who was worried about her dad. And her dad is already in a facility. He needs assistance. He's in his 90s. And he has a 40-year-old caregiver who's divorced with a 15-year-old. Uh, and, and now she talks to her dad, you know, almost every day and her dad's talking about, he wants to marry this, this lady, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, he, he wants a double bed in his room, you know, <laughs> now, you know, that's scary when you think about it. Uh, and of course the fact, the fact is this fella has enough money where a 40 year old might even consider uh, or uh, you might have the other thing that that he is uh, obviously in a dream world, uh, as it relates to a potential relationship that he might have with this forty uh, year old, his lawyer, and his lawyer is not me, um, is basically only worried about the possibility of him going to another lawyer because obviously his lawyer would never, uh, allow anything like that, but the and and the truth is is that th- this caregiver has done a wonderful job. I mean, the fact is that Dad likes her a lot because she's doing such a good job, and and I don't know that she is actually trying in any way, shape, or form to exploit Dad. But Dad's the one who has these delusions. So the the fact is, how do you tread those waters? Well. A lot of folks do not realize that there is a federal law that can help you, and it has to do, it's the Exploitation of Seniors Act. So uh, it uh, applies to anyone who is 65 years of age or older. That's that's their definition of seniors, and I don't like that either, but that's, you know, because you know, I didn't feel like a senior when I turned 65. Uh, now that I'm 70, I have to sort of resigned to it. uh, Don't like it worth a darn. But the fact is, is that this act applies to anybody who's 65 years of age or older. It also applies to those who are disabled, younger than 65, but uh, disabled or the like. Uh, But the fact is, um, now, why is this important? Well, one of the things that I told my client uh, to do Uh, because I know this act applies to them, is to contact the managers of dad's bank. He has, you know, has a couple banks. He has a financial advisor and the like to contact his banks and to contact his financial advisor. uh, You know, the the fellow who is actually his primary financial advisor and the broker dealer that the financial advisor works for to inform them that uh, her dad uh, it, uh, could be exploited and by this caregiver uh, now maybe not but the fact is or it could be exploited by a family member or some other person but the fact is is that he without having him declared incompetent she can put the banks and the financial advisors and broker dealer on notice that dad, uh, Uh, doesn't have the ability to manage things. He's delusional and he is susceptible to exploitation and to give them as much information as she has that might help them. Well, the fact is, is that that way, uh, if uh, dad were to try to write a check to this woman, say for uh, $50,000 and the lady take it you know, to the bank to cash. The bank doesn't nece- doesn't have to honor that check immediately. They can actually hold funds up for, I believe, up to ten days, and can extend that if they have additional information that that this w- was an exploitation. Uh, and and so, uh, what I'm getting at is it, is it gives you a weapon that you can use. And once you put the uh, banks and the financial advisor on notice, then then they have a legal duty um, to try to avoid uh, the potential uh, exploitation. Uh, And and so it's a very important act for folks to know that they can utilize um, to their advantage. Um, and, And of course, it's not perfect. Uh, and, uh, but, but it at least gives you a weapon, uh, that you can use that might save the day. Um, you know, that, that's the kind of thing that, that can be really important for families to know about.
0: Yeah, making sure that you have that extra or you know of that extra level of security is is very key. And, you know, if you're interested in learning more about uh, ways that we can protect our seniors, you know, there's v- plenty of resources available. And also, if you want to learn more about uh, what to do in a long-term care situation and learn about assistance that may be available to you, you're going to want to go to WGA Law. Dot .com and click on the seminars button there and you there you can register to attend Bill's free webinars. The next set are happening on Wednesday, January 12th, and there's two of them. The first one in the morning covers long-term care assistance. This deals with Medicaid and VA benefits, and the afternoon session deals with asset protection and trust planning. If you're interested in attending either of those, it's free to do so. Just go to WGALaw.com and click on the seminars button at the top of the page. WGALaw.com is the website or call 919-256-7000. 919-256-7000. A quick break and back with more. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander, and we will be right back. asset protection today with attorney bill alexander learn more about him online at wgalaw.com wgalaw.com i'm jason kong here with bill alexander thank you so much for joining us our first show of 2022 and bill we often talk about planning and i always enjoy your family stories and and you have a lesson for us when it comes to planning to live a long life
1: well truthfully it's Take a lesson from my mama, as people, as my clients know. I use my family all the time for for planning scenarios, and my mother had one of the most important scenarios uh, for folks to learn from. And uh, the bottom line is this: my my mother was an orphan. Uh, her mother uh, died uh, when she. Uh, was very, very young. In fact, I think she was three or four years old. And I'm fairly certain her mama died from the Spanish flu. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and the fact is, is that she was reared by her grandmother and her great aunt Mandy. Uh, You know, fortunately, she had family to take care of her. Uh, But the fact is, is because she lost her parents, Early on, she always thought she would die young. She thought for sure she would die in her 30s. And in fact, one of the funniest stories about my family is that uh, when my mother was young and had us, uh, she would be constantly looking for other women to marry my dad when she died. And finally, my dad got mad at her and said, look, Myrtle, I'll find my own wife. (laughs) So, But the fact is now, my mother always thought that she would die in her 30s, but guess what? She lived until she was 92, in fact, going on 93, and, um, and she lived a good life and a fairly healthy life most of those years. But uh, the fact is, is that people should never plan to die early, not unless they uh, have a very serious illness where they know their life expectancy is shortened. Because people are living longer and longer. And you need to consider this. A 65-year-old woman in average health, not great health, not excellent health, average health has a 44% probability of still being alive at age 90. That doesn't mean you're going to die at 90. It means you'll still be alive at 90. A 65-year-old man in average health has a 33% probability of still being alive at age 90. A married couple, both age 65 and in average health, have a 62% probability that one of the two will still be alive at age 90. Factor that in, folks, because it means a lot. You know, life insurance companies are actually pushing life uh, uh, illustrations out to 120 beca- now, beca- and they have been doing that for at least five to 10 years because that there will be a percentage of us that live to be 120. Well, what that means is you better be saving money for a long life. You you know, it, it also means taking Social Security at age 70, not age 62. It, it means there are so many things uh, that mean that we need to plan to live a long life. If, if that's the only thing people get out of today, then I have done my job because likelihood is that we will still be around much longer than we think. And I hope that we can still be around in good health. And that's up to us in terms of living the good life now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It is up to us and making sure that we we don't run out of money in our lifetimes is is very key. And there are some ways that uh, maybe you can help move yourself along in that regard. If you're interested in learning more about protecting what you already have, you may want to sign up one of Bill's free webinars, the afternoon session deals with asset protection and trust planning. If you're worried about the health side of things and uh, concerned about long-term care issues and uh, the financial impact that that may have on your life, then you want to find more information at Bill's morning session happening on Wednesday, January 12th. Free opportunity to learn more about long-term care assistance, Medicaid, and VA benefits. These are wonderful, educational opportunities for you and they're free to do so start your year off right go to wgalaw.com and click on the seminars button at the top of the page we're taking a quick break but we'll be right back you're listening to asset protection today with attorney bill alexander and we'll be right back This is Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Don't forget, if you want to learn more about Bill or schedule an appointment to speak with him, go to WGALaw.com, WGALaw.com. That's also where you can go to register for Bill's free webinars happening Wednesday, January 12th. WGALaw.com. Click on the Seminars button at the top of the page or call the office 919-256-7000, 919-256-7000. We are out of time for today. We hope you will join us again next weekend. Thank you so much for listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Have a wonderful day.